Welcome to Slaying the Sale, a podcast full of practical real-life sales lessons that you wish you learned in business school. Your host, Kyle, is a two-time best-selling author, creator of the Slaymaker Method, and in each episode, he and his guests will be answering the tough questions around sales, lead generation, and all things business to help you transform your sales mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Kyle Slaymaker. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode, another edition of Slaying the Sale with your host, the one and only Kyle Slaymaker. We have a lot of fun. We go over all things business from scaling tactics to startups to sales, marketing, ethics, everything, right? So uh, we're doing an episode today and I want to talk about the L word, right? Not love, not whatever other word you want to throw in there. We're talking leadership. Now, this is going to be a hot button issue. Uh, you know, <laughs> as, uh, as you guys know, I don't mind rough on some feathers. And if you want to tell me I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, it's the best thing about business is, you know, it, what works for me, what works for my clients may not work for you and your clients. You know, that's, that's the beautiful thing of it. Uh, but let's talk leadership, right? My first dose of leadership, it never really came, uh, you know, growing up, I wasn't a natural leader. Uh, in my teenage years, I was definitely a follower. We'll put it that way. Um, and my first real dose of leadership came when I was in the military. So for those of you that do not know, I served in the United States Navy as an operations specialist, got out as a second class in E5, uh, served in support of operations, Iraqi freedom and enduring freedom on board the USS Cape St. George. Now, I did four years, started in, in Norfolk, Virginia, got home port, shifted to San Diego, love San Diego. Um, and a lot of stuff happened, right? So, you know, for all intents and purposes, I was a very stereotypical sailor. I was, I was drunk a lot. Uh, definitely. Definitely party. Definitely had as much fun as I could, you know. Uh, but there were a few people that saw some stuff in me that, you know, really kind of guided me and showed me the way. And I want to talk about one thing that happened that I really didn't like. Uh, one thing that I didn't agree on. One thing that I didn't agree with. And a... And LPO, uh, a you know leading petty officer, he's basically the guy that's in charge of the division, right? He was going away. He was going on leave or something. He's going to be gone for a few days. I, I don't remember why. And he tapped me to run the division. And I was like, bad idea. I'm not a leader, man. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'll be cutting these guys loose at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, but he laughed. And he said, no, I'm making the right decision. He says, I want to, I want to explain something to you. You have a choice to make. You can either... Fuck your guys and look out for your career, or you can fuck your career and look out for your guys. Uh, and that struck me as really messed up. You know, why, why was this my introduction into leadership? Immediately, it was like, this, this doesn't make any sense to me. Why, why do I have to do both? Why do I have to do either? Why do I have to screw anything? Why, why do I have to lead like that? Why can't I just run things? Uh, and I did run things those two days, three days. And I did learn a lot. Um, you know, not, not really much it translates into business, but it was, it was more of a, a leadership lesson, you know, early in my life. I was maybe 20, 21 years old. Um, but there were other people on the ship that saw a lot in me. Um, stuff that I didn't see at the time, right? And one of those people was 
Senior Chief Greg Maxwell. Now, I am hoping Senior Chief reads this. He's now a retired Master Chief. Uh, and Senior Chief really was probably the most impactful person in my naval career. And I hated him like a motherfucker at the time. My God, did I hate that man. Uh, but I realized that without knowing it, he was being so hard on me, but teaching me how to lead. Uh, and he had a lot of confidence in me. He made me officer of the deck as an E4, I believe. And, and I know a lot of the people who are listening to this don't really know what the fuck any of this shit means, right? So I'll speed this part along before I get into the real stuff. I'm just like happily reminiscing now. Um, so senior chief, uh, you know, he taught me to lead. He taught me that it didn't matter how young you are. It didn't matter what you thought. It didn't matter anything. But if you could lead, you could lead. If you were in a position, people would look to you to lead, whether they thought you were qualified or not. They would still look for you, look to you. Um, and that was pretty big. So I kind of carried a lot of these lessons on in, in life. And I, I think of my, my professional career, uh, careers, plural, and I think of some of the worst things I've ever seen, some of the best things I've ever seen. Um, you know, leadership is not a one-size-fits-all thing. There are very, very different leadership styles. There's servant leadership. There's, I don't know, my God, it's, anybody that's taken a college course on management and leadership, you know, there's so many different schools of thought. Um, but I really want to let you guys know that the only leadership that matters is the leadership that works for you. Okay. Even if you need to mix and match different leadership styles, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. A lot of people are about servant leadership. Sometimes you don't, you can't do servant leadership, right? You have to understand the team and the people that you're leading. Okay. First off, they're fucking people. Okay. They're not commodities. Way too often do I hear people talking about their employees and it's just like this weird sense of entitlement. Like the employees should be fucking grateful that you gave them a job. They should be grateful that they're working for you. No, absolutely not. Okay. You should be grateful they're working for you. You should be grateful that they trust you enough to support their livelihood and they support your goals and your core values enough. And that needs to be taken seriously. That absolutely needs to be taken seriously. And it's important because you need to understand that your employees aren't there to serve you. They're not there to serve the company. They're there to work with you. They're there to help you grow all together, right? So when somebody comes to me and they're like, I can't figure out how to get through to these employees, it's usually, oh, there's a bad seat in the bunch. There's usually this, there's usually that. There's a million different things. But at the end of the day, guys, take an interest in your employees, take an interest in your work family, because that's what they are. I don't care how many people you are. I don't care if you employ a hundred thousand people, you better treat them all with respect. You better understand that that company doesn't work without them. Okay. So everybody's got trying to get into this mode where their company can operate without themselves, right? Where they can go to Jamaica for a month or wherever the hell they want to go, go play golf, whatever you want to do. And their company is on autopilot, meaning the general manager, the CEO, the CFO, the CMO, everybody's out there running things. And the, the owner, the president doesn't really have to do anything. Okay. And that's fine. That's where you want to get, but guess who's going to get you to that point? 
it's it's not just you. It's going to be your employees. It's going to be the people I just mentioned. Those are the people that are really running the show. So you have to convince everybody that you really give a shit. And the only way you're going to do that is if you actually give a shit. That's the only way. People are going to see right through if you don't care about them. Okay. And I will tell you, one of the most important things you can do is to take a genuine interest in where your employees want to go. Do they want to go on to be the owner of the company that they're working for, for you? Do they want to be your chief marketing officer? Do they want to be your CTO? What, what do they want to do? Find out their goals outside of it. I'd really like to get my law degree. You know what? That's an awesome, awesome dream to have. I'll tell you what. You help me. You do your best here. And I'm going to do my best to help you get to your law degree, whether it's giving you some money towards college, whether it's to writing you letters of recommendation, anything I can do to help get you where you want to be, I will do. And mean it, right? Take care of these people. Understand that they, they really are trusting you with their livelihood. And again, you've been in the same position that these people have been in. You have. You've had jobs where you've had shit bosses. You've had jobs where you've had great bosses. You tell me. Think back real hard. You tell me. The best boss that you had, was that somebody that showed an interest in you? Was that somebody that said, hey, you've got places that you want to go. Let me help you get there. You help me, and I'll help you get there. You do what you need to do here, I will do everything in my power to get you where you want to be. That is insanely important. That's the key to leadership. And we can talk about conflict resolution. We can talk about hiring. We can talk about firing. I'm going to do that in all different episodes. I promise you that, okay? But at the end of the day, you've got, you can't have this mentality of th this entitlement that these people should be fucking kissing your ass because you gave them a job. No, absolutely not. That's not how it is. That's not how it works. That's not how a successfully run company is going to grow and scale and get automated to where it's on autopilot so you can go do what you want to do. That's not what happens. Okay. These people are trusting you. You hired upon your core values. So you know that the people in your company, if you did it right, the people in your company are going to stand by your side every single step of the way because your core values align, your visions align, your goals align, and they know that when they need you, you're going to have their back. And that's important. How many times have you been in a job? And I, this is for even the people outside of the you know, the entrepreneur world or business owner world, how many times have you had a manager or a boss or a supervisor throw you under the bus? How many times did you hear the things like, well, you didn't hit your quota this month. Why am I going to work for you? No, it should be, hey, you didn't hit your quota. Let's figure out how to get you there. What's going on? What can I do? There's got to be a disconnect. This isn't like you. What's going on? How can I help? Can I report? Can I you know, guide you to any services. What can I do? Be that manager, be that leader, be the leader that makes their team feel safe. Doesn't get on them left and right for the tiniest little thing. And they're micromanaging the shit out of them. We're all adults in the business world. We're all adults in the professional world. Just fucking be a nice, decent human being. That's what it is. You look around. We remember I've, I've had managers. I will tell you, I, I can tell you horror stories. I, Fuck, I, I, this is how crazy it is. I can tell you that at the level that I am at now, I catch people, old managers creeping my LinkedIn profile. I hear people asking about me from my old companies and stuff. And it's, it's just like, 
what does it say that they don't just reach out to me directly? What does that say? You guys know you can reach out to me. I don't care if how many people listen to this. You can call me. You can text me. You can email me. I don't care. I'm an open book. I want to see everybody succeed, whether you dicked me over in a bad job or not. I don't care. I want to see you succeed. Now, there's so much cutthroat shit. There is so much cutthroat bullshit out there that you have to fight through it. You have to be the change. You have to be the one to, you know, quote Ed Milet. You have to be the one that breaks the fucking curse, that breaks the cycle. You have to be that one. And you can be the one. You absolutely 1,000% can be the one. Think of how many times you said, man, if I was ever a manager, I would never lead like that. If I, I, if I was a senior sales rep, I would never sell like that. I would never do this. I would never do that. Then don't. Then don't. Get into that position by showing them you know how to lead. Okay. If you're, if, if you're on a sales team, okay. Perfect example. If you're on a sales team, you're all, you have 10 other people on the sales team. Everybody's equal. Everybody's selling the exact same amount. You notice a guy starts slipping. You show the initiative you take out and you say, Hey, listen, what's going on? Look, you're in a slump. How can I help you get out of it? How, what, what can I do? Hey, listen, you seem a little down lately. Is everything okay? Is there anything I can do? Be that leader, be the leader that just fucking goes. Be the leader that takes an interest. Show that. Your supervisors will see it. Your bosses will see it. The company owners will see it because that's what they want to see. They want to see people coming up in the ranks that care. They want to see people coming up in the ranks that not just care, but they really genuinely want to see everybody on the team succeed. That is how you lead. That's how you lead. And yes, again, I will go into firing in another episode. I will go into hiring in another episode. I will go into fucking everything in other episodes, right? That's what I do. But listen to me, at the end of the day, you need to not be the one that makes your employees go, fuck that guy. He doesn't have my back. When shit's bad, they don't have my back. Okay, I'm going to tell you a quick story before I get out of this, this you know, relatively short episode. And I'm going to do a whole episode on this person um, coming up very soon. We had a, a rep. Uh, at a former company of mine, and I will keep the rep nameless out of respect for them. I will keep the company nameless out of respect for them because it was a fantastic company. Um, we had a manager that was not good. That manager started off very well. I think on a personal level, that person was a very good guy, very good. Uh, but that person went through a lot of stuff. He was given a position that was very hard to, to do. Um, and he thought that this one rep had his back. The manager, the manager thought this rep had his back. Um, and one day we we're sitting in a room and our director comes in to the sales team. And five minutes before that, the rep that the manager thought had his back was saying about how great he is but how good it's been since he's been here because this rep knows that if they reach out to him, he'll take care of them. He'll get everything done. So again, in walks the director, in walks the director's boss, and we're all sitting there at this table. There's brand new people to the team, brand new people to the team. And they say, they ask the, the manager to leave, and they say, listen, we don't want anybody to, 
to get upset. We don't want anybody to think anything's going on. They don't want anything like that. We just want people to be honest. We want some honest, genuine feedback about how you think your manager's doing. Now, again, to this manager's credit, it was a hard team to be given for the personalities on the team. It was not a team that was led well at all, ever, aside from two people. Um, so again, you know, this guy was walking into a firing squad anyway. Now, manager leaves the room and the first person to speak up is the rep that the manager thought had his back, who literally five minutes before was, you know, singing his praises. And they said, he's terrible. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know any systems. He doesn't know what, he doesn't know this. He doesn't know that. Why should I have to teach a manager how to do their job? That is not how you lead. That is not how you get people to respect you. That is not how you get people to trust you. And that is not how you get people to be comfortable with you. And is this a true story? Yes, it's absolutely a true story. I've spoken about this person before because it was such a horrible experience working with them. And I refuse to ever be like that, ever, ever. So that's not how you lead. It's not. How do you lead? You, like I said, you be the one that makes the difference. You be the one that says, hey, what's going on here? Let's get you where you need to be, okay? And I will say this, when my little brother passed, and for those of you that know me, know that wrecked me for a long time. Um. I was at the funeral and I looked up and then the receiving and people coming to give their condolences. Uh, I saw that manager who, again, on a personal level, he, he has my utmost respect. I saw my director. I saw my senior director. I saw two of my teammates. They took off to come up to the funeral and make sure I was okay. That's how you lead. That's how you show that you're valued. That's how you show your team that you value them. And that's important. All right. So listen, on that note, we're going to end this episode here. I've got a million different tangents to go off of in different episodes. And I promise you, I'm going to do it. I just wanted to make sure we got this out about leadership because leadership is very, very, very serious. It can make or break a company. A lot of stuff can be fixed pretty quick. Culture, culture can be a killer, man. It can be a killer. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am your host, Kyle Slaymaker. I will see you all whenever the fuck I air another episode. So Thanks, guys. Hope everyone's out there kicking ass. Thanks for joining us this week on Slaying the Sale. If you're interested in knowing more about Kyle, make sure you head over to his website, theslaymakermethod.com, and pick up a copy of his best-selling books. Then head to Facebook to join his private group, Slaymaker Sales Mastery, to become the number one salesperson in your company. And until next time, remember to keep slaying the sale.